0: I'm gonna to try to get through this in one shot. I don't know if we're gonna be able to, but one long take, one hot take. Here we go. What's up, everybody? This is Comic Chaos Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Brian Kern. It is March 12th. It is a beautiful day outside here in Austin, Texas. I'm looking outside right now, and I'm seeing the the sun. It's nice to see the sun for once in in Austin since the weather is so bipolar. People are outside. People are enjoying themselves in this very dark time, in this very dark time. Before we get to the doom and the gloom, allow me to speak about Fight Back CBD. Fight Back CBD is the sponsor of this episode and is the sponsor of the show. Shout out to Fight Back CBD. Team Fight Back, that's what's up. Justin McClenney was recently on my uh, on the podcast as well, so check check that episode out, episode 59, two episodes ago. We talk about CBD very in-depth. We talk about Justin's life and his message and his purpose behind Fightback CBD. He's out here to help support people in their dreams and in their visions. He sponsors not only athletes, but people. Check him out at fightbackcbd.com, Instagram at fightbackcbd. You guys can head on over to fightbackcbd.com and save 20% on your order. It is 100% THC free. Helps with aches, pains, joint soreness, muscle soreness. I use it after I train hard. I'm also a fan of their night version. Their night version includes melatonin, so it helps put your ass to sleep. It's phenomenal stuff. Now they also have an extra strength version, 1,200 milligrams, for all you, uh, all you guys that like to go deep. It's just CBD, though, so you're just going to feel better. Anyways, check it out. Fightbackcbd.com. Save 20%. Use the code CHAOS. That's what we got for you, folks. Um, Hey, I know it's kind of scary outside right now uh, in the world. I just don't mean outside, like, physically, but just in the world. Like, outside of your four walls, outside of your little shell that you're living in. It's a fucking scary place, am I right? Holy shit. Coronavirus. What the fuck? Out of nowhere. I I mean, not out of nowhere. We've been talking about it, but it seems like this is now another level. It's, it's Wednesday, March 12th, like I said, and I'm only repeating myself because at this point in time, numerous cancellations, (coughs) excuse me, numerous cancellations of everything and anything across the globe have taken place because of the coronavirus. Now, yes, there's been outbreaks of flus and there's been, you know, outbreaks recently you know people are talking about SARS and people are talking about fucking H1N1 and all this other stuff that has happened within recent memory within this generation but we are seeing uh as far as I can remember like really s- deep consequences like there can't the NBA canceled its entire season that is ridiculous one champion and I'm, I'm a fight fan so I'm gonna go immediately to fights but I'll, I'll try to bounce around one FC Uh, The the fight organization based out of Asia Has decided that they're going to do numerous events Behind closed doors So there's going to be no audience No audiences For these events You know, several cities have gone to Gone as far as banning large group gatherings I'm in Austin, Texas South by Southwest is cancelled Like, I don't know why I didn't start off with that Coachella has been postponed Until October The NBA, once again, ladies and gentlemen has canceled their fucking season. What is going on? And you know, this has been the craziest part about this all—at least from my perspective—is that I haven't been that concerned. You know, I—I try to not—I try to not jump into the fear mongering. I try to not dwell on 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 what the mainstream is 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 forcing down everybody's throat. But I, I also try to stay aware. You know, I try to I try to dig when I need to and I try to get answers. So I've been following the coronavirus. I have been following it, you know, and I've been but it, I've been reading and I've been doing a lot of like, you know, hey, I had to cover it for a recent class that I was in as well. And it seems as though, you know, I was coming at it from a perspective of information like, hey, how quick was information getting out? You know, who was a lot of the doctors that first discovered it? Have 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 fallen victims to it. There was a a, a case of this doctor that uh, first spoke about it back in December, being infected with it, and he died. And he was a rather young doctor, an in shape young doctor, um, but he got it within it, the the early stages of it, and people didn't really know what was going on. And he was actually, you know, under some pressure from the government for some posts that he was sharing about it. You know, so I was digging at it from that perspective, and I was coming in from like a. Man, what is this as like a, a a thing that's happening? I wasn't necessarily concerned with uh, my own health or safety in it because, you know, i i I don't know. I just I wasn't. But I was definitely in like reading up on it and involved. And I know a lot of the consensus was, hey, as long as you're in shape, you're healthy, you have a good immune system and you're you're not old or young. And, and debilitated in some way Then you're gonna be okay But it's I guess recently come to light That that's not necessarily you know the case There are people that are dying um, I'm getting into my phone real quick Just so I can be accurate with names here Tom Hanks recently said That he was infected Him and his wife both have the virus Fucking crazy man um, As I pull up this Rogan episode I'm just gonna get right into it uh, The gentleman's name was Michael Osterholm and uh, he is a disease specialist. He is an uh, internationally recognized expert in infectious disease uh, epidemiology. Uh, he's the Regents Professor at McKnight Professional, uh, at McKnight Presidential Endowed Chair in Public Health. I don't know what that means. He's the Director of the Center of disease, uh, Infectious Disease Research and Policy. Uh, he is a teaching professor in the Division of Environmental Health and Science. Uh, in the school of public health and professor in the technological leadership institute at the college of science and engineering and is an adjunct professor in the medical school at the university of minnesota i'm assuming he does all these things at the university of minnesota uh i'm just reading off of like show notes and it's kind of all running into one another but anyways he's a professional in this kind of shit people and he writes books on stuff and he talks about this being you know a virus that You know a lot of people think it's just gonna go away he doesn't necessarily think that that's the case he thinks that we're just now seeing uh the effects of it uh at like the beginning stage uh and he also points to a lot of factors of like hey they're already canceling like transportation of products and goods between countries and trade has just taken like this fucking crazy hit and He's trying to point out the fact that there's supplies and things that we need coming from these countries that we're not taking them from, or are coming from these countries that are currently in lockdown or, 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 or are shutting down multiple phases of their infrastructure because of the spread of the disease. Um, you know, he makes this really eerie comment right at the beginning of the show that he got notice that a... In Mulan, the hospital has basically come to the conclusion that they need to decide who's going to live and who's going to die with it and who they're going to allow to live and die. Like which patients are worth saving and which patients aren't worth saving and we just need to let go. Uh, there has been like some sketchy practices of how they're not even testing the workers. It's just everybody in the hospitals hospital is presumed to be ill and it's just now a matter of like taking care of them. It's just this at least that's what I got from it. I don't know. That may not all be accurate, but it's this very gloom perspective from this professional who has a lot of insight in, into this this area. And it just It kind of shook me a little bit Uh, Me and Matt were texting about it Matt was just on my most recent episode uh, Episode 60 And we kind of lightly touched on it About how, you know, it's impacting And it's kind of crazy And a lot of hoopla about it, right? A lot of attention, a lot of poking fun at it A lot of uh, anti-vax jokes Not from us, but that's the narrative around it At the time of the episode And then a week and a half later and it's fucking shutting the world down It's fucking crazy It's so mind-boggling You know, it, back in Palm Springs Where I'm from, people have it Ranch Mirage and Palm Desert are a couple cases uh, It's it's hit Texas Several different places in Texas San Antonio, I believe uh, had Has a couple people with it And there was They delivered people to that Air Force Base in San Antonio That were quarantined uh, in other countries And in, in Japan, I believe Ah oh, man, it's just been a lot, man Fucking a lot And I'm still slightly, like, not that worried about it I mean, I am I know I need to be I'm not I just I'm like, is this real? Is this actually happening? Is it this bad? To where it's just shutting shit down? I can't believe the NBA canceled their entire season That's mind-blowing uh, Tony Ferguson versus Khabib Nurmagomedov Is happening April 18th and that may not happen now that may not be that's a large event that's a fucking pay-per-view like places flights are cheap everywhere nobody's flying cruises are just cesspools for this fucking thing you know well you know what's crazy is that cruise ships already are kind of like shitty right they they're known to dump their waste in the oceans Uh, The emissions that they put out are, are, are very polluting and damaging And They're just not Now come to find out They recycle the air within the inner cabins And within the inner floors And that's why cruise ships are just riddled with this thing right now And The you know Mr. Holstrom Osterholm Was talking about Professor Osterholm was talking about how The worst thing you can do is keep people quarantined on a cruise ship because it's just a cycle of of just the infection you know there's no clean air ever coming in in a lot of those inner cabins it's just all recycled air and that's why so many people are getting sick because it's just spreading through the fence and that's how you can get this that's fucking crazy right now that's another mark against cruise ships cruise ships are just weird man cruise ships are fucking just gross oh fuck Matt just sent me a text. No toilet paper at Walmart. Any suggestions? It's like World War Z. Holy shit. I apologize for my... I don't know why I used World War Z as a reference. That's It's not anything like that. Uh, it's not the zombie outbreak. It's just weird, guys. Hey, but I called it 2020. Let it be known. I said it. The 20s of this century, right? The 2020s are going to be interesting for two reasons one well i guess for one main reason we've this is the first time in like history that we've been able to this is not the first time in history but this is probably the most accurate 100 year documentation that we have at this point in history right because technology has just increased increased and we've been able to store more and more data So we're going to be able to accurately compare and contrast the 2020s to the 1920s to a very, like, micro level, I think, right? There's the macro and then the micro. And we're going to be able to dig down real deep and, like, really compare and contrast a 100 years, a 100 solid years and what's happened and what's been, like, repeats, right? I think the 20s. I said that we're going to go into another depression, uh, but I said that it was going to be like a mental depression. I think that with mental health being a topic that's uh, prevalent and, and, you know, being discussed more in both degrees, positive and negative, you know, with a lot of attention like due to gun violence and suicide and, you know, there's a lot of attention on mental health, but also how it's becoming and how it's... What causes mental health issues the negative things that can bear down and cause mental health and what maybe we're not recognizing as mental health issues until recently right but that's the good side to it where we're discussing it more it's becoming something that's recognized in the workplace more often uh and something that should really be recognized you know as best as it can be constantly and 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 it's i think we're going into a A period in time where that's going to be tested you know we have social media for the going on 20 years of constant social media use how that's impacting people how uh the digitalized world in general is impacting people how interactions uh how those impacts are impact are impacting people's interactions with one another and how those are translating into other consequences man i think we're going to be able to just observe that on a different level I just watched Ex Machina, too, so I'm just like, let's go, future. Bring it on, motherfuckers. Let's go. I'm ready. I just got out of two vicious weeks of work. I apologize for my absence. I know that this happens, you guys, but I think it's no secret by now. I'm a manager at a 9-to-5 world, or a secondary manager, if you will, in the 9-to-5 world trying to just make my money and live my life, goddammit and right now, you know, I'm uh I'm fresh out of getting a very personal real world experience in that realm, you know, on my own. Man in the man in the fort, being the one in charge, my manager, the one above me uh who is in in many many ways my equal, but he also is is, you know, superior in the in the sense that you know he's earned his stripes he is a fucking leader hands down and that's really what we're doing we're trying to lead people right in a very progressive industry in a very uh in a very fast-paced industry sales retail uh it's just you've got to have a certain style if you're going to lead people to success and uh John Camposano my manager he does that he does that in a way that is irreplaceable and uh i had to do that because he's my boss and he was away on on his time and 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 having a fucking vacation and living life and doing his thing and celebrating his victories and i was put at the forefront of that and i feel i felt good about that you know i felt good throughout the two weeks i felt like i was prepared i felt like i was ready for the challenge um, was it tough? Yeah. Did I did I come out all 12 rounds? Uh, you know, unanimous decision? Nah, maybe not. Is it a draw? Maybe. It might be a draw. I might have lost that fight. You know, uh, I might be I might be Dominic Reyes versus John Jones in this one. You know, I looked good. Talked good. People thought I won. I thought I won. But I didn't win. It might be one of those situations. Uh, what any of that means, I don't know. I just I went through what I was calling my hell week. I went through uh, two weeks of just having to be in charge of myself, in charge of other people, in charge of my actions, my thoughts, my desires, my wants, my needs. It was a challenge, man. And when you when you have a personal life and a professional life and they begin to merge into just this one constant you know you 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 can that's how people break that's how people have bad days that's how people snap that's how people lose their cool that's how people get frustrated and fucking show show signs of stress and don't keep it together um you know, when I felt I did that, I felt that I did keep it together. I felt that I was able to keep my head on a swivel and keep moving and stay disciplined uh, in certain areas that allowed me to stay disciplined in other areas. And it, I just I saw the work as it was happening, and I got thrown curveballs. I got thrown um, my own array of—I'll uh, just call them curveballs. That's all they really are. Uh, But I felt like I was able to, to handle it well And I got through it And, you know, I'm really excited to be back Doing this another episode, as always Just reflecting, guys I appreciate you listening I appreciate you taking the time to hear me talk about The coronavirus And how scary it is I'm actually trying to find other things to talk about Um we can talk i will i'll I'll recap the yoel romero uh israel at Asanya fight as well as the uh as well as the weili zhang and uh yelani and Chechek fight which in my opinion is the greatest female fight of all time we'll just get right into it ufc 248 most recent UFC fight card uh, The most recent pay-per-view And the most recent fight card We got one coming up this weekend uh, In Brazil That was announced Now it's going to be behind closed doors So the event this Saturday uh, The UFC in Brazil Will now be behind closed doors Due to the coronavirus guys Fucking crazy right Um, This past event was not though This past event was in Las Vegas And had a uh, Dual title fight Co-main and main event, we had the strawweight title on the line between Whaley Zhang, the current champion, against uh, Ioannia Jacek, the former uh, strawweight champion, um, before she lost it to Rose Namajunas. Rose Namajunas then lost it to Jessica Andrade, who then lost it to Whaley Zhang. Whaley Zhang and Ioannia Jacek went at it for five fucking rounds in one of the most epic fights I've ever seen. Uh... Yoani and Jetchek look like uh, the the thing from the Goonies. Um, it was fucking intense. She fucking came at came at Zhang. It was a, a split decision. Uh, Zhang won it. Waley Zhang won, won won that fight. Retained her title. Um, beautiful fight again. I think it's probably fight of the year so far. I believe it has probably. Women's Best women's fight of all time In, in my book uh, I think that uh, Misha Tate, Holly Holm Was up there You know Probably is my number one spot I think this one takes it uh, I'd have, probably have to reflect on that a little bit more But it's a great fight uh, Joanna was Put the pressure on Uh, she just she couldn't stop like the jab whaley's jab was crazy And I felt like yoana's movement was good But she just she wasn't keeping the pressure She did phenomenal in the clinch when they got up against the cage whaley would have some pressure against the cage But yoana was able to regain the clinch several different times, uh and drill in some knees whaley's got power She fucking packs a punch and she had yoana Stunned a couple different times her forehead was just a fucking mess And you know But she didn't quit She came in She busted up Whaley's face a little bit She got her eyes Looking a little puffy Uh, She was phenomenal On the jab She was phenomenal On the counters as well She was waiting For a lot of countering And Whaley wasn't having it And when she did come in She'd come in at angles That I think Joanna wasn't ready for Ah, It was a great fight Uh, The main event A little bit of The exact opposite A little bit of A boring fight Uh, Yoel Romero Came out and just was weird You know he had a very weird style going into this fight Almost like he didn't want to engage He was very uh, Disengaging And then would just have like a splurt Of of a fury Would come in with a couple of aggressive hits From time to time Caught Israel maybe once uh, You know and had him on the retreat Israel would come in and Counter almost uh, But wasn't engaging either And that's, Yoel was definitely in the later rounds looking for the counter. He was wanting Israel to come in. Israel would have very small outputs, but it would be in, out from an angle, and then break away. Um, you know, he was throwing leg kicks. He was throwing leg kicks to Yoel. Um, Yoel was just standing at points, flat-footed, with his arms crossed. Um, he would, uh you know try to like throw a, a knee come jump in with an overhand you know a jab and an overhand uh work izzy against the cage he was doing that in the first couple rounds once or twice a round if even that so very minimal and then towards the end was waiting for that counter because when when izzy was attacking he was throwing the leg kicks and then coming in at his angles and i think yoel was waiting for that and izzy knew that so izzy wasn't coming in as often as he should have been uh, and then Yoel just wasn't engaging at all So they, they still made it each other out And it was just a fucking gross fight It was, it was Something that I wouldn't I mean, I enjoyed watching it Because there was Action Just so little action That it, your standard fan would not Or your, your, uh What have, what have I been referring them to? Your, god damn it you're casual, I've been calling, uh, casual, well that's what they are, casual MMA fans, the casual MMA fans, I've been calling them the casuals, if you're a casual, you probably wouldn't have liked the fight, um, but I'm a goddamn student of the art motherfuckers, so I enjoyed it, because at any point something could have gone off, something could have happened, but it was overall disappointing to, fu- to watch, because, yeah, well, wh- what was that, that was not a championship level caliber performance from either man, And Israel I can understand because he was playing into Yoel's game, which is an attacking game Yoel wasn't playing his game. Yoel was almost not showing up And I know that that's kind of been the tone Israel said that he doesn't have much respect for Yoel uh, But he understands why he did that Because it's, you know Look at the Whitaker fight. Whitaker rushed into to Israel and Israel was able to catch him. Yoel wasn't going to do that because he had an honest fear of, of how powerful Israel is and how Israel can catch him. You know, he wanted Israel to come in so he could manhandle him and, uh, you know, throw one or two bombs and hopefully catch him off guard. Well, We're not going to do that. So the fight was disappointing for sure. The rest of the card was pretty good. Let me pull it up and see if I can find anything Uh, while I'm doing this. uh, Commonchaos.net for all your needs. Um, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to put merch back up for sale right now. I have a little bit left. I know I ended the email campaign, Uh, but, you know, I may keep it. I may just bring it And say fuck it And bring it back Because I've I've had a couple people Since The first Has rolled around Ask about the merch Um And my girlfriend's calling So I'm gonna put her On speakerphone On the podcast Please don't kill me guys Babe Sweet babe I'm off Okay you're on the podcast Right now Oh cool Hi podcast Um Everybody says hi I'm, I'll go to Costco I guess Okay, okay. Did you want Did you well, want to okay. come home I'll go with you Sure okay come home and i'll go with you I've ju- i okay. have to shower and shit so i mean not uh, okay. shower and shit but shower and stuff <laughs> okay babe say okay, bye i love you, love bye. you bye. welcome to my life folks uh so yeah common chaos.net for all your needs i think i'm just if you sign up for my email list you'll get merch until i'm out um And then that's it. Yeah, yeah, eventually I'll be out. I I I have people reaching out to me Those of you that did receive the shirts and you love them. Thank you guys. I'm getting everything I'm, I'm, I know I'm getting back to you guys in time again. I've been busy Um, 16 days. I'm not gonna say anything else about it. This is my last little venting portion of it I am gonna write about it in my journal though and reflect on it people because that's how you overcome challenges in your life And I know certain people are listening to this they need to overcome challenges in their life So you know how you do that you reflect i'm never gonna mention it uh yeah i've been busy but i've been getting back to you guys i love you uh thank you for signing up if you sign up for my email list from here moving forward there's no end date to it because i just need to get rid of this stuff guys the reason i need to get rid of it and the reason that i'm just giving the merch away and i'm not charging for it is because i just i need the message to get out i need the uh i need the vision and the message of common chaos to get out, and I'm gonna attempt to keep talking as my laptop dies and I get the charger. So, yes, I'm giving the merch out because I need people to pay attention to the message that I'm trying to that I'm trying to send, uh, and that's just one of progress and growth and learning and being a student of life, as they say, because it's a game, right? we're good we're back my friend Chris Rubio uh, who does the website that was formerly known as become what you mean but is now known as never surrender uh, is a big proponent of life being an infinite game unlike a definitive game like football basketball R.I.P. Life is never ending right? There's no win or loss to it you're just always going. A lot of people like to use the reference that life is an RPG and you just keep leveling up you just keep gaining experience points right? If that's the case I'm here to somehow channel this drive and this want to do that and I think that's done by just experiences and I'm here to share those experiences and people that have listened to the podcast and have taken stuff from it uh, have are that's exactly what I'm looking for and, I, and I'm hearing it and I just need to get that out there and you guys are my you guys are my way of getting that out there and you have and I thank you guys and to put a limit on the on the the I'm just giving this shit away I need to give it away. I'm not going to always give it away. Obviously, I'm going to need to sell some shirts and make some money. But this is the message that I need to send, you know? I need to get this shit out there. So if if this does something for you, if this lights that fire under your butthole, share it with a friend. Give it to somebody. I'm not going to go over fights because my girlfriend's on her way and we're going to go to Costco. But hey, listen. Fucking stay healthy during this corona shit. I didn't mean to fucking come in hot with the coronavirus. We're going to Costco to hopefully get toilet paper (laughs) because we don't know if we're going to survive it. This is fucking crazy. Stay safe out there. Stay clean. Wash your fucking hands. uh, Avoid public restrooms. Piss and shit. And probably eat at your own house, I would say. I would say eat at your own house, but what the fuck do I know? Um, that is something that I am kind of concerned about. A lot of people, I'm going through my feeds and a lot of people are like, hey, now is the time to support small businesses. Now is the time to go out, tip your bartender, drink, go out, support your bars that aren't getting the businesses they normally would this time of the year. Because South by Southwest isn't coming to Austin, Austin, Texas, because that's fucking a crazy thing to think about. I don't know if I support that. I don't know if you should be going out and doing shit right now. I think you need to fucking stay away. I'm going back home in April. I'm flying home on an airplane in April, and I'm terrified, guys. The coronavirus is real. It's happening. It's here. It's 2020. Uh, Stay clean. Stay safe. Commonchaos.net for all your needs. Again, free merch for signing up for my email list. That is never ending uh, until I decide to end it because I'm out of merch. But until I'm out, until I'm gone, until there's no more merch... Not until I'm gone, but until there's no more merch and it's gone, uh, sign up for my email list, get it for free. Thank you for listening. Love you. Bye.